We're back. We're back. For another, for another instalment of It's a Little Bit Funny. Yes, welcome everyone. This is episode, I want to say... gets complicated here. Yeah, already, it gets very it? complicated. Yeah. I think actually we should start calling it The New World Episode 4. Yes, I like that. Okay. Yeah. New World Episode 4. Yeah. yeah. yeah snap, and, we start, and we start again with the numbering from now, yeah. from 4, the first number. Really? Okay. Because we are, it's very exciting... We our website is live, and yes. and we're on Spotify. Yes, but not iTunes. Don't bring the negative in <laughs> no, quite shit. so quickly. Wait, well, we're waiting on them. <laughs> are they going to listen to this? I think they do listen to us. Part I'm of their rigorous them. check. We yeah. love them. So I'm we are we are going to operate 110 percent today. Yes, for the benefit of Apple. Yeah, we and bring. Hope that swings it in our favour. Yeah, so just about. So um, it's very exciting that our website is live and we're on Spotify. And probably if you're listening to this, you already know that. But if you want, if you haven't seen the website, go to it. It's it's a. Li- <laughs> oh, screwed that one up. <laughs> is it too late to change it? I love it. It is. It's no, a little bit funny. Okay, <laughs> no, wait, 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 that made no sense. Funny. Yeah, start with just start now. Yeah. It's a little bit funny. uk. And that's it. It's great. And search for It's a Little Bit Funny in the podcast bit on Spotify. No apostrophe in the URL, obviously. Because URLs don't take apostrophes. Yep. But they do take periods. So some some grammar. (laughs) I don't think it's for grammar purposes. (laughs) It's not a new sentence. All all this time I've thought the dot com was the end. I'm like, why do they never capitalise the C? (laughs) I I like how we're renumbering. It's a lot like comic books. You know how they relaunch like Spider-Man 1 when they've been going for like 50 years just to draw in new readers. Yeah. That's what it feels a lot like. We're like, this is a little bit funny for when it's actually, num- you know. Six. S- it well, it's, it's four, yeah, four. we've recorded six, but this is the fourth one that's going to be on. If you listen to this, it's the fourth one on Spotify mm. and on the website. So enjoy. We should probably introduce ourselves. Yes. Good job. I am Sam. I'm Daniel. I'm Alex. And we are It's a Little Bit Funny from <laughs> It's a Little Bit Funny.co.uk fame. I'm going to keep plugging it. <laughs> you can also find us on Spotify under It's a Little Bit Funny. Yeah, in the podcast. We should probably have a Twitter as well now I think about it. Instagram. Have we got one? No. <laughs> Just listing other things we don't have. Social media yeah. platforms. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And this is the podcast where we take sort of popular songs and we discuss the lyrics and whether the lyricist, the author could have done a little bit more with them, where they might have you know could have used our help i've added that bit in yes and absolutely and for this week perhaps this week only we have a guest feature mm. where we will be discussing a documentary that we've just seen on netflix <laughs> after last week when we discussed briefly behind the curve that's right so we're following that up yeah absolutely um just well before we get into the songs how is how is everyone good good legs yeah. are hurting a bit legs are a bit sore oh yeah we should t- we'll talk about that we uh, we all played football together last night for the first time in what? How long? About a year, definitely. Oh, I'd say two years. At least not two years. I reckon it was twenty seventeen. Yeah, really. Yeah, two years wow. since the last time we all played together. Yeah, but we've been playing separately, sort of getting our, our fitness up for the big yeah, yeah. the big two year. Well, reunion. me me and Alex have been playing regularly. I know that while. hurts actually because this was the first time you invited me to play. Yeah, and I thought I saw it as sort of a, a trial for the England squad. How do you think you did? Uh, I think it went all right. Yeah, I think so. it was a yeah. sort of. I was feeling the game out to start with, and then once I thought I've got this, and then well, sort of went from, consider, got building confidence. Considering we were about, I think, what ten nil up at one stage. Yeah, 
I think that is that's usually a good sign. Yeah. It was going great. I felt like no one was ever going to get past me. Um, I took more pleasure in knowing no one was going to score past us yeah. than racking up the goals. In yeah. fact, when they changed teams, have they scored yet? No, no, no. no so no. officially in the it first was, game, yeah. we were we kept a clean sheet. Yeah, that's extraordinary. It was really heartwarming to see the three of us sort of playing together, working together. It was yeah. like a sort of podcast team, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. plus two other people. Yeah, yeah. well, they were, were, yeah. well. were good. They were good. They were good. Yeah. 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 yeah, we were sort of spectators. I mean, if you can imagine, listeners, it was sort of it really was like a podcast team in the while the ball was in play and while the other team is sprinting towards us, the three of us are just giggling in a corner, pointing out something sort of ironically funny about somebody's top that they're wearing. Get back in the game! Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> Going on ridiculous tangents yeah. with the ball. It was a, it was a, very, in, it was a very solid debut from a Sam. Mm. Mosey got man of the match, I think, in mm-hmm. the WhatsApp group afterwards. Someone described him with three fire emojis. I think it was four. Was it four? No, no one's counting. We're not counting. <laughs> but I think it was four fire emojis, which, which is too high a praise to answer to in a WhatsApp group I'm uh, not particularly sort of four. familiar with. Out of a possible ten. Yeah. It's like Lakeith <laughs> Brain. <laughs> well, uh, well done. He was spectacular. Yeah. Did anyone else keep track of their stats for the night in terms of assisting goals? Just so I scored two. Did you? I know I scored two. I, I scored two. Yeah. What about you, Dan? I had a hat-trick, but... Yeah, well, not. Nice. I was more... I was playing further forward than you guys were. It did make me think, actually. Sorry to keep going on about it. It did make me think, wouldn't it be funny if there was, like, a podcasting football league so we could play against mm. other podcasts? It would be at least a little bit funny. I think... um, Like, we could take on... must exist, for sure. Yeah, like, we could take on maybe, like, James Acaster and Ed Gamble. Yeah. We'd have them. Football Weekly. Oh, oh, you don't want to go into no, we wouldn't. football week. No, you start with a non-football podcast, yeah. I reckon. But yeah. I just thought you wanted to... Build you, your way up. I just thought you might want to sort of settle your long-simmering uh, yeah. feud. I don't think I could keep my emotions in check. <laughs> I'd lose my head from yeah. kickoff. So a bit of context for that. <laughs> it's a shame I was trying not to bring a podcast feud into the mix. But here we go, episode four. Can a feud be here one way? <laughs> <laughs> I feel they've I feel they've sort of been quite pragmatic in triggering it. Yeah. Is it the Football Weekly? Guardian mm. Football Weekly? Guardian Football Weekly. Have a bi weekly podcast on f- English football or European football and they had as a guest David Squires, their prominent football cartoonist, mm-hmm. on as a guest and to celebrate the release of his new book, uh, he held a competition and the listener who could um, send in the most impressive mascot for the podcast would win his book and I spent a whole weekend drawing a weird combination of various elements of the podcast because Squires is one of your heroes he is a hero of mine I every Tuesday morning I am on the site awaiting his we should point out that the cartoons that you can see on the website and in the logo for the podcast are drawn by producer Um, uh, drawn yeah. by Alex Mosey. Yeah. Uh, a round of applause, anyone? And the descriptions were, <laughs> no. and the very amusing <laughs> descriptions that you also see on the website were also written by Mosey. Yeah. At the last minute, having asked me to do it for about two weeks as my job as a copywriter. We were begging <laughs> you to do your job as a copywriter and write the copy for the site, and you kept putting it off. What's the What's the URL again? For fuck's sake! <laughs> Just write it. I'm like, I can't. They're like, you're unemployed. Can you not? 
I thought you'd be happy to do some copywriting. <laughs> but yeah, so... So, and lo and behold, the next week, it turns out I'd won. I had David Squires himself. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Well done. Announce me as a winner of that competition. Did he call you? Did he shout you out in the podcast? He or did. did he... The next episode. Oh, really? He did. So okay. I have a name. I can actually insert it here. In a way, you're all winners, but in a more specific and accurate way, the winners are Alex Mosey for his excellent Carabao Cup box design. And yeah, there we go. And that was him announcing me as the winner. And I waited about a month. For the book to arrive in the post, didn't arrive. Um, is and, a and shout out maybe prize enough? Well, yeah, a very frustrating game of email ping pong with the producers of that podcast. Yeah, it was a one way ping pong. Really, they weren't really answering. <laughs> it's just me batting a ping pong ball against. You know, when you like have the ping pong table halfway, like, yeah, halfway yeah, closed. yeah. To be honest, having him say my name and appreciate my work is all I can ask for. Really, mm. what vexes me more is that I just genuinely want the book. Mm. And it feels silly buying a book that I am entitled to receive at some point for free. Yeah. I know I won't, but there's something I just can't I can't believe they haven't sent it, it to you, though. But, but it's here's, bad. here's the thing, because we then called them out on Twitter, right? We did. A tweet that you guys backed me up by liking immediately. I had to sign up, for context, I had to sign up for a Twitter account just to That's like... That's how tight-knit we are. Just to yeah. like your... Yeah, um, calling them out on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to retweet it to my 50 followers, who yeah. are like 49 of whom are Russian bots. <laughs> <laughs> who actually made it go viral. So, And we got a response. David Squires, bless him, was very nice. But he was, was out of he, his hands. He was like, he was oh, great. I'm sorry. Yeah. But the producer, again, answered, but didn't, you know. Didn't follow up. You say it's out of his hands. Walk the walk. He's got books lying around and he's got your address. I reckon it's, they've got a fucking fault made from yeah. David Squire's books. Yeah, that have not been sent to yeah, contest not, yeah. winners. Everyone, yeah. everyone yeah. won the contest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that episode was him listing out winners throughout, <laughs> one of which was my name. So yeah, we'll get some But yeah, so I could, we could play them in a match yeah. five aside if they turn up. <laughs> Ooh. You hear that, Guardian Football Weekly? We're going to take you on. No, it was good. It was a good match last night. Yeah, it was really um, fun. I think we played well. It was a fine game. It was it was one of those games we were all having loads of fun until and then the floodlights go off and the only person who cheered when the floodlights went off was Daniel. Dropped to his knees and cheered. It was it was sort of in poor taste actually. Because everyone else sort of wanted to carry on playing or was sad that they'd lost. Yeah, but so. it was the, it was a victory. It's such a dramatic way to announce victory. There's no final whistle, it's just suddenly the lights go off and you're plunged into yeah. darkness. Yeah. It would be great if that's how football matches actually ended in stadiums instead of a final whistle. And the fans just have to sort of find their way out. <laughs> yeah. Mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolute mayhem at the end. But worth it for the drama. Yeah. But as, as Mosey rightly pointed out, I'm stealing his gag here, it wouldn't work for 3pm afternoon games. <laughs> they could do it. It's just, the games would just go on and on until yeah, the night until falls. someone noticed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should we get into the... The first song? The first song. Yes. Yeah. And I think you have one, Sam. Yeah. Um, this week I've chosen... Four five seconds uh, by Rihanna, Kanye West, and Paul McCartney. If I go to jail tonight, promise you'll pay my bail. See, they want to buy my pride, but that just ain't up for sale. Cool, that was four five seconds um, performed by Rihanna, Kanye West, and Paul McCartney, of all people. 
Um, the song itself is all right, I think, um, but it's sort of Kanye West's verses that sort of, I don't know, I feel they let the side down a little bit. Actually, Paul McCartney, I don't think, has any verses. He's just sort of strumming his guitar in the background. Wait a minute, so they got Paul McCartney in to play rhythm guitar? Yeah. One of the most legendary musicians of all time. But then, what's, yeah, but what's really funny is that while he's sort of playing along in the background, wondering what he's doing there, Rihanna and Kanye are sort of having this passive-aggressive conversation through the lyrics. Okay. The first time that Kanye lets himself down is he's, he's, his verse starts, woke up an optimist, sun was shining and positive, then I heard you was talking trash. So he's talking to Rihanna there, and then he goes, hold me back, I'm about to and we'll bleep that. We'll bleep that because that is a completely unacceptable way of yeah. So that word that we that. that word is unacceptable. And the thing is, this was written in 2015, and it was unacceptable then. And there's no real call for it in the, re- the like the song doesn't build to that. <laughs> no. He just sort of he just sort of like goes for it, and then Paul's in the background. Paul's never heard this sort of talk. He, he can't believe it. Um, that wasn't the main bit that I want to talk about. I just wanted to draw attention to he's already on rocky territory. Yeah. Um, and then in his next verse, which is later on, he goes, I, ju- I just think this is like really funny 180-ing on his, on his part. He goes, if I go to jail tonight, promise you'll pay my bail. See, they want to buy my pride, but that just ain't up for sale. So it sounds like he's sort of setting out his store. It's like, there's no way anyone's going to buy my pride. But... One second before that, he begged her to pay his bail if he was arrested that night. <laughs> so I don't really understand where he thinks he's got any pride in this. His pride is not just up for sale, it has a price. And it is whatever they set the bail at. Whatever he's begged somebody to play, pay for him. It would be really stoic of him if he'd said something like, if I go to jail tonight, don't even bother paying my don't bail. Don't bother paying my bail. Yeah. Because my pride, this, this yeah. is like, I'm doing this for pride, yeah. and that just ain't up for sale. So this is what I think, I mean, that's, if I do say so myself, I think that's better. If, and I don't think it's too late to recommend that as a better lyric. Do you want to start a feud with Kanye West, because he will um, come for you? I don't, I don't think know. we can fight on two fronts. Yeah. <laughs> either Kanye or The Guardian Football yeah. Weekly, not both. Didn't we have a go at Kanye in the last um, episode? Of his treatment of uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, yeah, I think we did. I I can't be on the end of that, really. I don't want him coming in. Yeah, we've got precedent already. Do you remember? He might be one of the listeners. I'm going to let you finish, but Alex Mosey is the best podcaster (laughs) of all time. Okay. If if Kanye came here to Daniel's flat, where we're recording, which is absolutely mm, amazing, by the way. (laughs) But, yeah, if Kanye came here and he said, Mosey, I want to poach you for a rival podcast because I'm sick of this Sam guy. What would you do? You'd be tempted. Yeah. Um... What do you mean, yeah? <laughs> You've got to say no. Sorry, that was, that was a test. I failed <laughs> completely. I think he'd want more creative control over the website and the drawing. I know mm. he fancies himself as a bit of a jack-of-all-trades in terms of artistry and making stuff from fashion to music. Yeah. And I reckon yeah. he'd want to have a go at illustrating us. I don't know. I think he's quite level-headed when it, it comes to it. I'm sure he'd let you have most of the control. It's a little bit easy. Yeah. Oh, that is better actually. <laughs> that sounds. Yeah. Should we buy it now? Pre-empt. We probably Pre-empt should. The yeah. I mean, we could just analyze Kanye songs every week and make that the the theme. 
Well, no, that gives him too much credit, really, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. But, well, anyway, I mean, if he goes, if he's voted down in this one, then he can't come back. That's it forever, so that'll be the end it? of it. Exactly. Oh, God, if he can't join so, Pitbull and Gary Barlow. Yeah. Oh, my God. If, if this goes down, that is also Paul McCartney out, potentially. Yeah, but what songs has he written? We count McCartney. He's a, he's is he a songwriter? He's as a writer. Fuck. It's a real step down from McCartney, from the likes of Eleanor Rigby mm. and Yesterday, to be now writing four or five seconds. I, yeah. I can't. Well, yeah, I can't, he's not used, is it? I mean, well, there's not he a single. Sing himself. There's not a single he, line. I in think it. he sings in the background of one uh, of the verses, but he's not like responsible for any um, full verse. I love the idea that he had sort of final cut, um, like power in this. Do you think he's getting had promise to pay the pay before, so that when he is arrested, mm. he can pretend he doesn't want it paid, and that's, oh, that's how he gets his. Yeah. That's how he keeps his pride. So it's actually a very shallow um, sort of keeping of his pride. And it's yeah. just, you know, don't, don't, I want to stay. Honestly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> wink. <laughs> the police just, officers are like, we can see the wink. We, well, it also might be just a way of him protecting, like sort of trying to get, make sure that she does pay the bail before finding out how much it is. Maybe Rihanna doesn't know how much bail usually costs mm. so he's saying just quickly promise you'll pay my bail and she's like oh how much do you think it'll be and he's like i don't know fifty dollars sixty dollars yeah and then when it comes out as like twenty thousand dollars bail for whatever he did he she he's sort of like well you did promise and that that ain't up for sale so he's got us sort of there yeah i think it's quite shrewd of him but i do think it's ludicrous and i think well, he, ludicrous to see on this <laughs> well he might be one of the many writers <laughs> Who are the other, like, look at this. It's, it's ridiculous. Sci Hai the Prince, he wrote it. Rihanna, David Longstreth, Noah Goldstein, Elon Rutberg, calling everybody out. Mm. Ty Dolla Sign, Kirby from Super Smash Bros. Kanye West, Paul McCartney, Mike Dean, the Premier League referee, and Dallas Austin. Those are all the writers. And I think they all have to bear equal responsibility for Kanye losing his rag in this one. I've just uh, looked up the lyrical interpretation on Wikipedia to see if that could shed any more light on it. Okay. And it, it doesn't really cover that, but it does say at the end that McCartney does sing, apparently. Mm. But his lyrics were improvised mid-performance <laughs> <laughs> and are, for the most part, drowned out by West's vocals. <laughs> but then that implies that they couldn't have re-recorded it. Yeah. It was a one take. There was they a one, take, one take all together in the studio, all of them. He was drowned out and they went, we've lost, we only have the studio till 11. We've got to go. His mic Sounds, wasn't working. And he's like, how does that sound? It's like, rubbish, mate. You did it mid uh, someone else's voice. And he's like, why is the session guitarist singing? I'm poor fucking McCartney. We've got one take, guys. No controversial words used. <laughs> Nothing that could be on PC. Yeah, it's. Oh, God, um, yeah. I'm gonna say for those of you that don't know, we vote on all of these songs just to. I, I mean, we we make up what we're voting for each time, but we condemn them to that it wasn't good enough, or we say it was. That's yeah. basically it. Yeah. So for this one, I think it's could Kanye have maybe thought a little bit more about number one, not using offensive terminology, and two, um, knowing what he was talking about with the buying his pride. Can and I can I step in? Yeah. Because those sound like two questions. And I think the former part of that question, we all agree on. 
<laughs> well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to jinx it, and it turns out one of us doesn't. All right, fine. So we'll, the first one we, we know Cause I think is bad. I'm sort of telegraphing where I'm going to vote for the other one. Yeah. By not wanting to Okay, do. fine. I'll make it, I'll make it yeah, more interesting. No. We're just talking about the second one. Yeah. Okay. So. so we're voting for whether he did a good enough job writing that lyric. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to vote thumbs up, thumbs down on the count of three. three one, two, two three. One. Oh! oh. Much like the illustration on the website. That's it's a little bit funny.co.uk. <laughs> one. So Alex voted, voted thumbs up. With a thumb up against two thumbs down. Yeah. I guess it's, I should defend myself. Yeah, go for it. I completely agree, but I quite, I find it quite endearing because mm. it reminds me of when you've, fucked up when you've broken a vase or something at home mm. and you go to your parents and you say promise you don't get mad yeah yeah promise <laughs> um, but it's so childish because that's exactly it's it that is. promise you'll yeah. pay the bill promise promise no and parent has like. ever said okay i promise i, promise. I won't get mad Stuck. They always go, just tell me what you did. Yeah. yeah. They don't promise that they don't have to promise. Yeah. But also, why did the parent even treat it like a binding legal contract? Yeah. I, if I was a dad, I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, I promise. And then they tell me, I'd be like, what? I don't give a shit. I'm your dad. I do what I want. <laughs> of course I'm angry. <laughs> That's actually so great. Uh, yeah, he's like being like, oh, well, you promised that you promised. Yeah. I don't know how much that says in terms of him keeping his pride. Probably doesn't affect that in a great way. No, it's, it's, probably, even, it's probably, quite, probably worse. It's yeah. even less dignified, if anything. Yeah, it's very undignified. It's, maybe, quite like it. maybe he's saying his prize isn't up for sale because he just gives it away. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's just so worthless. <laughs> it's for free. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Don't pay for it. Yeah, they're trying to buy his bride and he's like, you can have it. <laughs> do. All right, good. So he's been, I mean, we're sort of saying Kanye. Well, should we? We'll send all the others down as well. Yeah, I mean that's it. That's a big. Yeah, that's, that's a hefty. A, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. A that big haul into the pits, including Rihanna and Paul McCartney. That might come back to haunt. And us. Mike Dean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> red card. Fresh off his one hundredth Premier League red card. Yeah. To celebrate, we've sent him down. So, and that's it. He's gone. So, good luck to them. Adios. So, shall we? Shall we take a break from songs to introduce our next mini feature? Yeah, so we'll trial out one of the many, many other features that Daniel suggested last week to our chagrin. They were all great. They I mean, they great. were... No, some, of, some, they all sounded great on the spot. Yeah, yeah. I think with the benefit of a few nights to sleep on them. Mm. They some sound of them, better. It's a bit like one of the writers of The Simpsons turning up <laughs> seven seasons in and going, yeah, good, but what if it was live action and it was set like in a prison or something. Yeah, Not I'm glad television. that you, the parallel you've chosen is the greatest seasons of the greatest television show ever written. But it's very similar. It's the only TV show I've ever seen, so it had to be that. To that. Um, yeah, I think what I found surprising was what I proposed, which were very much thought starters, are now being treated as gospel for the... Fi- it's like we work in advertising, so it's like when you present something to a client and you're like... Yeah, I guess, like, you know, obviously it wouldn't be this, but O2 could say something like, I don't know, be more of dog or something like that. And the client goes, yes, okay, be more dog, absolutely, we're going to do that. It doesn't have to be exactly, no, be more dog. They've already started printing it out and manufacturing the mouse mats. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes that works. Yeah, sometimes. So... As evidence right now, we're running running the features straight away, which is... We're testing it, trial and error. We're testing it. Trial and error. We'll see how it goes. So... 
we're gonna... I think it's, yeah, I think you should get to introduce the one we've gone for, Dan, as it's your, your child. Well, we're going to discuss a documentary that we've all seen, and there was one that we had all seen quite recently, which was called Losers on Netflix, and a very specific episode of Losers. The whole series, I think, was about people who had lost at various sports and how they dealt with that. But there was one episode that appealed to us, which was about curling. Yeah. For background on why we're really into curling, and I think everybody, everybody should be into curling. When we, when we last all worked together um, was around the time of the... Was Winter it, Olympics. Was it the Winter Olympics? Yeah. What year was that? 2016? Yeah. Early, sorry, no. Early 2018. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Early 2018. <laughs> Two years out. Oh yeah, sorry. So it was only like a year ago, and it was the Winter Olympics, and there was a for some reason Alex and I were sat opposite, like right in front of the biggest TV screen in the whole agency. I don't know why we were sat there. That was our like set seats, and they someone decided to put on the Winter Olympics like while it was on, and you know and everyone we else very much decided not to turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And I think everybody else was able to because they're adults, they're grown ups. They were able to do their work at almost 100% of the same pace and f- concentration while a sport that they've never seen before is on in the background and that didn't phase them. But of course, we... I don't even remember switching on my laptop for that whole week because we just... You could go at home one day, didn't you? <laughs> we just, just never realised. I only brought the charger in. I thought that was enough. The mass. And we, and we, just, sat on, we just sat and watched hours of curling. It in is re- one, it in is retrospect, the two of you got made redundant. I know, I was about to say, <laughs> in retrospect, <laughs> if there were two graphs of <laughs> amount of work given to me, amount of curling watched, yeah, both yeah. ending in a shock redundancy. Yeah, we, abso- we absolutely I should shot. have seen it coming. Well, we deserve Oh, that's true, Sam, a bit of a precursor. But have you guys played curling? No, no. Never. There, it's impossible to play in London, I'd imagine. There's a curling pop-up. Oh, there was a curling bar. You know how there's like an axe-throwing bar? There was like a curling really? bar. I haven't been to it, but maybe we should go after this episode. Have a, yeah. Yeah. Have a, yeah. We could recall an episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Maybe not there, but about our experience. No, maybe. yeah. Producer Mosey would have a, a technical night there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daniel can play the next noise. Yeah. the ice ring. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, so, yeah. So talk us through the documentary. So I think it's important to say, first of all, that Losers, great documentary, as Daniel said, is about losers in sport. What I really like about the premise of the, do- of the documentary is that it's very loose in its definition of losers. Mm. So you'll, it'll go from some sports, uh, some, some athletes who have literally lost, you know, say a big game or something, and that and then it explores, you know, how that would haunt them or something. Mm. But then there are much more nuanced interpretations of the word losers, which this curling episode falls into, mm. I think, because of the trajectory yeah. of the curling athlete's career. Because all of them in the in the documentary, all the main curling athletes that they talk about were like multiple like serial winners, no? Serial winners. Of the Briar Cup. The yes, Briar Trophy. Which is a, yeah. the preeminent Sporting trophy in curling, right? In, yeah, in Canadian, Canadian, Canadian curling. Canadian curling. Canadian curling yeah. So Which, this is even more niche. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, my, my understanding is Canadian curling is the equivalent of, you know, baseball in the US. Yeah. So if yeah. you're going to follow a country's scene for curling, it, it's Canada. Yeah, it's like Gaelic football in Ireland. Yeah. You wouldn't watch Gaelic football in Germany. Do you know what I mean? 
because it would be a bit well why not watch it in here it's very it's actually similar to that this is what I really liked about the episode is I really have a thing for like very obscure sports that people are still fanatical mm. about yeah they're not like dying out within their little communities people are absolutely crazy about them and it was crazy to see so just as a sort of summary of what actually happens in the episode it's all about this period in the 80s and I think early 90s when curling was at its height in Canada and there were these sort of warring teams where they were sort of going at each other and one of them came up with this in reaction to losing a final in very unexpected fashion they came up with this dominant strategy completely found a loophole in the rules of the game essentially to really completely undo everything that made the sport entertaining really and Yeah. yeah managed to so my understanding is Curling used to, was made up of attacking phases and then more defensive phases. And this guy, Pat Ryan, mm, yep. Pat Ryan, having been too attacking in the final he dramatically lost, yep. came back with a team full of defensive-minded players and realised you could just go 100% defence, completely knock off... I have to go into the rules of the game. So well, actually, how, well, how yeah. would you explain curling? Like, if I think you, we should actually explain if I curling didn't know first. Because it's such a bizarre yeah. thing to watch. Like, you watch it and it's basically, it looks like two cleaners, like, <laughs> hurriedly trying to, like... In like, front of a Roomba. In, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks a lot like that. Really redundant. One of those little Henrys, like, bombing along the ice. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to beat it. Actually, that is a good sport in itself. That would be, be so much better than if we don't have an ice rink. Yeah. If you just on got a Roomba and a couple of cleaners with two mops scrubbing <laughs> in front of a Henry with his little grin chasing you down. So, yeah, imagine a very long and thin ice rink, essentially, with a big target yeah. on the ground, painted into the ice at one end. And both teams take it in turns in different rounds of innings to throw what they call rocks, which sort of look like a cross between a Roomba and an iron, I suppose, because it's a Roomba mm. with, an, with a handle, <laughs> and just sort of sort of make, just push it along the ice and then release it so yeah. that it glides across the ice rink. They have to get the speed right, the two cleaners <laughs> have, to, um, have to sort of, what is it, rub in front? Like, well, sort see, of... this is what I don't get, because the cleaners clean, but what are they actually doing? So, still they're moving. not cleaning. They're not cleaning. They're basically <laughs> they're brushing the ice. They're brushing the ice, depending on what they want, how they want to af- af- affect the the uh, was it the rock? Yeah. Why don't they just go behind it and push it? Yeah. So they can't contact it. They can't touch it. Is my um, understanding. Otherwise, that would be too rubbish. Well, you know, it's not. I don't think we watched a lot, but I don't think we're in any position to completely I mean, undo so, the rules. So, so I mean, very, I mean, very so, simply, it sounds like they just. They just scrub the ice in front to speed it up exactly. or slow it down. So it's uh, it's friction, right? They're affecting yeah. the friction. So I guess if they rub a certain way, mm. the rock could maybe curve a bit to one side, right. or if they want it to speed up or slow down, they can maybe affect it a bit. But really, the thrower is the hero. So it's a bit like he does most of the work. If a yeah. golfer was putting, if his caddy was able to allow to run to on blow it, on like, the ball. Well, no, lawnmower the grass just ahead of it. <laughs> Like a really, with a really close. Sit on lawnmower. <laughs> he just has to be really, quick. really fast because he's not allowed to touch it. <laughs> it's exactly that. So I hope we've yeah. painted a vivid enough portrait. 
picture there of you, curling. You did, and you, you described yeah. the object, the stone, really well, because it's one of those very weird-looking... It has no use in any other context. Like a football, you could just do some keepy-uppies like in the park with. But that's... Yeah. If you took that stone down the park, you wouldn't... There's literally nothing you can... It has no other purpose, do you know what I mean? I know, um, yeah. They really had to create... What, oh, what's know. interesting is, for example, with... Yeah. I wonder how it started, because it's yeah. such a unique object. I wonder what they started in the origins of the sport. I wonder what they used mm. in... You know, I wonder what the curling rock as we know it now, as we've all come, come, come to know so well, um, what it was before. Do you think it's a bit like... Because it reminds me a lot of bowls, right? It is a bit like It's bowls. the same bowls sport. On, bowls on ice. probably say it's bowls on ice. Well, that's it's, what makes yeah. me think. Yeah. It's like when of, Disney yeah, films it. see... They're like, oh, it's, you know, frozen on ice or whatever. Yeah. Frozen was on ice. Frozen that was on the ice point of the film. On ice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they. It's a bit like that. If someone was like basically taking bowls on tour, and they're like, bowls on ice. Yeah. And then yeah. I think that's probably how it started. Got ice. My understanding is that the sport is named after the curling that those two cleaners, as Daniel puts it, can sometimes affect. On yeah. The so, rock. so the sport is named after something that some people can do sometimes, sometimes. in the sport <laughs> when they need to. That's Which great. is like calling football throwing. Yeah. But like long throwing, yeah. something that not everyone can do. Yeah, it's a skill, a particularly yeah. hard skill as well. Because yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine there are games where there is no curling because it doesn't need it. Yeah. Especially when this <laughs> chap, Pat Ryan, completely revolutionised the game. Yeah. And so instead of it being a sort of weird combination of bowls and essentially chess on ice, as people were trying to like get their um, get their team's rocks as close as possible to the centre of the target and sort of knock it, knock the other ones, the other team's rocks off, he would basically have four defending players who would essentially just push the... Um, what do they call it? They have a really hit. cool word. Hit. So they'd hit the other rocks off. Yeah. And it would just be nil-nil, nil-nil, nil-nil after each inning. And then the last one, they just do clear, clear the target and then just put one... Doesn't that rely 100% on them going last, though? Because if they went seconds last, the other team would just. Knock I did theirs think off. that as I was watching. I did. I did. Yeah, they, they must have had a plan. They for must that. have had. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe. You assume they did. Maybe if they went second to last, that was how it ended nil nil because they would put theirs as a, a blocker. Yeah. Mm. Oh guard, yeah. is that what they're called? Yeah. Put it as a guard at the top. The other team have to. Well, the team could curl around it. Isn't that the point? Isn't that the long throw in? They could just long throw in around the guard at the top. I think it's harder than it sounds. Actually. I think what well, I think the. I think the innovation came from who he recruited in his team. Okay. In that, I think curling before he changed, before he came into it, curling was a, mi- a team of curling, of, a team of curlers mm-hmm. had a variety of skill sets. Yeah. And so not everyone in the team would be able to do that. Yeah. Whereas he had four people on his team who could just do that. And so they just did that very well which I guess sometimes the other team would have someone who had to throw it who was just incapable of doing that because they were more of an attacking curler. So I think that's where it came in. See, I love that. That's like, it's finding the exploit. It's like when I used to play Tekken as a kid, you know, the fighting game yeah. as well. And I yeah. learned that if I could just like kick, sidekick with like Huarang, the Taekwondo character, <laughs> I could just sort of basically cheaply win any fight. 
And like my cousin would try all his little combos that he'd memorized, but he couldn't get a move in because Hurang <laughs> would just sidekick him in the face. And I think it goes against, might go against the spirit of the game. I mean, it's, just, it's all about winning. But, but not, no, it not only does it go against the spirit of the game, it sounds so dull as well. It doesn't sound like you had any fun with your cousin, Absolutely who I'm not. sure hates you now. Absolutely not. So, but I won three Iron Fist Tekken championships in a row. Daniel will be making an appearance in Series 2 for the losers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the Tekken episode. How they changed the sport forever after that. Tekken the pits. So there was, I was, I was, um, was re watching. Tekken, but it's Liam Nick starring Liam Neeson. <laughs> I've got a very specific set of skills on PlayStation. So something that struck me when I was re-watching this documentary in preparation for today yep. is I, and I'm going to, this is the hill I will die on, and I want you guys to try, either agree with me or challenge me. Okay, please. But don't bother, because you will not change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so join me. Just promise you'll agree with me now. Okay, watch you from afar on the hill. Um, curling has two of the most satisfying senses. I don't know. Curling titillates two of the senses in the most satisfying way of all sport. Okay, I'm going to challenge you immediately. Curling and titillating have never been used in the same <laughs> sentence, ever. That's not challenging. I agree with that. That's not a challenge. So This is groundbreaking. How cool... Ice get icebreaker. Visually. So this is the first sense. Yeah. Vision. Yeah. How cool and calm and collected do curlers look? When they're doing that weird walk glide yes. on the ice, yes, back to the other end of the rink. Yeah, it looks like they've got the those. Skip. Yeah, those so the heelys. Skip, the guy who throws. So the two protagonists, essentially, in this documentary are Pat Ryan, the chap who <coughs> found the loophole in the Brain game, game yeah. and Al, the Iceman Hackman, who was, you know, stood for what curling was before Pat Ryan changed the yeah. rules and found the loophole. So he was part, great attacking play. He did the one in a thousand shot that lost Pat Ryan the final yeah. in a dramatic fashion. Yeah. And Cheers. that brings Cheers. me on to my second Cheers. sense. The noise of a hit is yes. the most satisfying okay. noise there is in sport. So those are my two things. The sight of the skip or the thrower of the, of the rock. Just, they do this thing where they just use one foot. Almost imagine you were on a skateboard, but your feet were just on the ice. So they mm. just do that thing where they just kick out with one leg and the other foot just stays planted on the ice and they just glide to the other side before they do their throw. And the sound of two rocks. I'll enter, I'll put it in here actually. How good is that? That is nice. Yeah, it is pretty good. It's almost ASMR, you know, those videos. Yes. Like, mm. you could just, I'm sure there's probably 10 hours of curling, like, rocks being hit on YouTube. Someone's... Any, yeah. any challenges to those? I actually agree with you about the, the elegance of the skip, but I think it's immediately undermined in tragic fashion by the ridiculous cleaners yeah in front of the Roomba as we've seen it's like it's like the juxtaposition of one of as you say one of the most graceful movements on ice possible yeah and then these frantic attempts <laughs> to like sweep up sweep the ice it would be so much better if they weren't there if it was just literally him I do think yeah I think they make it quite comical but they probably they're not really part of it for me in terms of the, the purists 
Well, do you think are there people who only play that position? Because that would be rubbish. No, I think no, they have to throw. They all as have well. to throw. Yeah, which is why Pat Ryan. But they don't all have to clean, right? No. no. So the skip will not. I think my sound. Yeah, he won't. Well, he doesn't sound for that. No. No. But yeah, any challenges on the sound? Any I'm better sounds? D- I'm desperately in trying to think of a better sound in sport. Because I can think of a close runner-up. Which is? Uh, hitting a home run. The thunk. The of like the ball, the baseball hitting a carbon fibre. Are they made of yeah, carbon yeah. fibre now? Yeah. That's, that is, I'll put it in here. That is all I can think that comes close to it. I don't know. The only one, it's not satisfying, but one of my favourite sounds in sport is whenever anybody gets, like, clattered by a really bad tackle in yeah. football, and then the sound guy ramps up the mic that's nearest to him just to get that scream. Yeah. I think that's, like, such a bizarre job to ramp up the sound yeah, the of sound someone's misery. Yeah. I think that's quite... Yeah. I don't know, there's something sort of morbid about it. But entertaining. Yeah, that's a really unusual skill to have. Like, how did they interview for that in the CV? Did he come in with, like, recordings from, like, home uh, domestic gardens <laughs> and stuff? <laughs> He's like, I've just upped it here when my child starts screaming at me. You just fall into it. Yeah. You realise that. Really. It must be one... That, I mean, there can only be one guy that is, that's that good at that, and he has to go to all of the sports arenas in the whole country. And he's like, oh, yeah. this is going to be... Yeah, he's like the architect in the Matrix, mm. and he just sits in the hub. Yeah, he watches it, and he just <laughs> touches a sort of Star Wars esque <laughs> yeah. tracking board. I will yeah. say similarly, maybe it's because it's an ice again. The ice hockey puck, when the puck is hit really sweetly, mm. there's a again a kind of whatever. I'll put them in. I'll put it, them yeah, in because all, all that sound sounds so familiar when we just <laughs> click our tongue. It'd be funny if you bleeped his sounds. <laughs> Sounds like when, it would be funny if you, you just can't bleep. Say that, Daniel. You could just bleep random words. Have you ever heard when people do that? Yeah, it is funny when they do that actually. Um, so it, do, at the end of this, do we have to in this feature? Do we vote on? Yeah, we something? vote who gets to survive with Pitbull and Gary Barlow out of the curse. <laughs> do okay. I guess we could pose a question. Did he? Um... Well, we could. Yeah, it could be. To each documentary, so yeah. do, was he justified in his? Yeah, was he justified? As in, can you? Oh, yeah. It, well, an interesting point. Well, a, an interesting climax, I suppose, to the documentary and the narrative arc of Pat Ryan, the guy who found the loophole in the rules of curling, was that he returned to the next iteration of the Briar Cup, or the Briar Trophy, yeah. in Canada, and having lost in such dramatic and heartbreaking fashion with his newly assembled team and the loophole they'd found in the rules won the next final in the lowest scoring final that ever was mm. as far as I can and remember the crowd started the crowd shouting boring boring I think that's so embarrassing for him and he oh, really? said he, he got off it. it he loved he, it that was the yeah, his, he was a weird guy bit. as he put it yeah he's a weird as guy as he put it I gave him enough to shout about last year last uh, yeah I, I mean I, I liked him I liked actually that. I don't know I feel like okay so from my point of view I feel like this guy was sort of you know like um you know, like the way that all superhero films start, where the bad guy has been like wronged yeah. in the past, mm-hmm. and then they go away and they Super assemble yeah. their dark team, yeah. and then they come back, and but they never come back and then do really boring things to just nullify so true. everybody and just like so that people onlookers are not shocked; they're just bored. 
that never yeah. happens in like the Avengers. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Thanos didn't Thanos, come back like yeah. so come back with like a year's worth of tax returns. For, yeah, like, he's just like I'm gonna bore you into submission. Yeah, Thanos is like I've cancelled all of your credit cards, <laughs> so deal with that. Infinity War because that was like the APR. That was like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's pathetic to be honest. So should we do the thumbs up, thumbs down? Should we have a proper yeah vote? So yes. So should was it pathetic or was it justified? So thumbs up for justified. Three, two, two one. one. Oh, oh Sam, Sam! As I mean, it was telegraphed, but Sam is not a fan. Dan no. and I have given it. A thumbs I've given up. him a justified because for two reasons. One, I think he was an innovator, yeah. and you need those people to break the game so you can remake it. But also. It was almost a little coda that they didn't dwell on at all, but they changed the rules. Yeah. And then he went on and won it again yeah. with the rules changed. So he had the skill to still win it. I mean, they yeah. should have done more on that. They've tried to make him out as some sort of game-ruining loser. And then... That's the, that's the theme of the show. They can't... Yeah. It is interesting, though, yeah. Because he... victory without... All right, you got me. I didn't get it. winners... I didn't it? get it. It was too complicated. Um, and he's, but he's also now a country musician. So yeah, that was. We should actually look into his lyrics. Maybe that's why they can... were calling him. Oh. Maybe that's... He stayed in contention, having two thumbs up. I didn't yeah, think his true. music was great. Do you think that's why oh, they were calling bad. him a loser? <laughs> Another thing he did. So they changed the rules, but the uh, they also led you to believe that he made it much more athletic. Much yes, more he of a did. Sport. So it seemed to me like in the 80s, it wasn't rare to see curling players, you know, smoke a cig or oh, drink crazy. beer while yeah. playing. Yeah. So while they're like chucking this rumba on the ice, just with the fanging them, just dangling out of their mouth <laughs> yeah. and, you know, pint waiting for them on the other side of the ice. And then he's the one who had them all sign the covenant. Not to drink. Where, yeah, not to drink, not, to, not yeah. to have their wives around for distraction. Right, but does that make it? Does that make the sport more athletic, or does it just make the people who do it more athletic? More, or more boring. Well, I think it's more... <laughs> I think it's... My understanding was that now it's all so athletic and serious that it is much less interesting. Well, they showed know. that brief montage of from curling from the last Olympics, yeah. and they were a completely different species yeah. of players. Yeah, it was just like seeing... Like yeah. rugby players yeah, on the rugby, ice. Yeah, like very yeah. odd. Like the, the body type isn't even if you told me athlete for yeah. curling i'd have gone for something like running it's like yeah you know, the runner physique yeah, yeah. these guys are wardrobes he's yeah. built built yeah. like a fridge and all that cleaning you never hear that though you really want a curler's bod <laughs> they'd be like what are you talking about you want to be able to sweep really fast you just need huge forearms sweeping it's attached to one of those yeah one of those yeah. like weighted just pulleys which is like on the curling machine pulley. yeah around the house <laughs> do you think uh, it's funny he's a musician now do you think he's worked out a way to win any gig like he just sabotages the support with the support acts he unplugs yeah he unplugs the amp <laughs> unplugs the amp for everyone else Battle of the bands, and it's just By default, we were the only band that played, so. <laughs> it's because he lost the Battle of the Bands really dramatically <laughs> the year before. And they have, <laughs> to, re they have yeah. to rejig the rules for all Battle of the Bands in the world <laughs> after that. The world. <laughs> but he wins it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it, he wins it again. He just becomes really. He just keeps doing it. <laughs> Bloody hell, Pat Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>
Right, well, Pat Ryan has survived yeah. in an episode that Paul McCartney hasn't. Unbelievable. What are the chances? <laughs> oh, my word. Pat Ryan, Pitbull and Gary Parlow. <laughs> A uh, Hall of Fame is such a dubious Hall of Fame for a podcast. I think looking yeah. at a Hall of Fame really calls into question our format sometimes. Because <laughs> I look at who's winning. <laughs> what are you talking about? Fair type. Um, Which is probably a good way of going into an airtight second song. Yeah, should we go to our second and final song of the night? Yeah. Which was the, non, the clean version, the non-explicit version of... Well... Still, it's called... Still well. (laughs) It's called Still Kill by 50 Cent featuring Akon. But the version I want to talk about is the censored version, which is called Still Will. The clean version goes, don't even look at me wrong when I come through the hood. Ain't nothing changed, still holler at my homies. And when I hit the block, I still will chill. (laughs) And I don't want to play it, but I will if I got to. If players get to messing around. If players get to messing around. So my, my qualm with these lyrics is, obviously they had to censor it for radio play, but they've changed the entire intention of the song. Because the original is about a guy who's so cold that he will still kill if pushed, if you... He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. He he has it in him. He has the capacity to kill if he's pressed. Yeah. And it's very intimidating, the language that he uses. He's, you know... I mean, obviously, it's very explicit, but he's... You're intimidated by... It's Akon that sings that bit, isn't it? Akon, yeah. It brings me to a bit of a technicality. Is Akon... Credited. Oh, oh, yeah, there's a songwriter because we've had him before. Oh my word, that's or that's I, fantastic. Oh no, He's we've got VAR. Yeah, I think it has to go to video assisted referee. Uh, no, he is credited, but also is Fifty Cent and DJ Khalil and Kobe. But to completely undo the pedantic interjection I did just as you were about to start a riff, which was really helpful. <laughs> I think we also had maybe absorbed Akon because it was actually David Guetta. Yes, yes, we had. Yes, so you're absolutely Akon was right. trying hard to find Akon a word to describe this girl without being disrespectful. Yeah. And it was David Guetta we who completely Guetta. undercut him. You're so, absolutely right. We never sent Akon I down. Think Akon safe. Akon survived only to be up for <laughs> condemnation again. I can't believe we've done so many songs on this podcast that were already back at someone we've done before. Yeah. He survived by this. <laughs> well, I like that yeah. some 50 gave him the brief of look, we need to get this clean for radio play but I obviously want to retain the sentiment that I'm a gangster mm. and I can kill people and Akon's gone with don't even look at me wrong when I come through the hood <laughs> there's nothing changed when I hit the block I still will chill and, and what I like is that <laughs> he goes best best. And I don't yeah. want to yes, I don't want to but I will if I got to <laughs> and everyone's like just chill and yeah. he's like maybe <laughs> if you push me I will chill actually <laughs> Push me. I don't. Uh, it, it's like a, it, it's, instead of being a song about a, a cold assassin, it's more about a guy who's got like severe procrastination issues. Yeah. And he's like, I really don't, don't, guys. And they're like, come on, just have like a little, 
have like a blunt or something. Come on. Yeah. It's just like you've had a long day. But then yeah. Have a, yeah. Let's watch some Netflix. Play a bit of FIFA. He's a, but he's actually, not only is he just, you know, he's chilling instead of killing, he's also such a square because then the <laughs> later lyrics are if players get to messing around. It's like he's never he's never used any lingo that anybody uses yeah. in his circle. Stop so he's around. like trying to fit in. He's like, yeah. oh, you boys, Stop messing, messing around. around. I will chill with you, you know. <laughs> Maybe he's like an embarrassing dad. He's just like, the sun's like, oh, go away. Hey, come on. He's like, I will chill. I know that's what you are saying. Because he does say, I still holler at my homies. It is such a shame for his... You can't imagine that Akon has changed the lyrics himself. He must have said, like, no way. This is what I'm about. You change him. And then the producer or, like, editor has gone, well, it'll be fine. We'll put chill in. No one will notice. But it does, and especially because it, it perfectly lip syncs with him in the video. So mm. he's full of anguish, but it looks like he's he's saying the words chill. I, I absolutely will chill, don't force me. <laughs> it's the perfectly opposite sentiment. Yeah. They couldn't have gone further from it. <laughs> it's, a it's the opposite of killing. It's like, you would never do that the other way. No one would say, oh, do you want to do some Netflix and kill on Saturday? <laughs> Um, as a as a copywriter, I don't want to put you on the spot. Can you, <laughs> oh, can you think of a more apt word they could have replaced it with off the top of your head? Does it have to rhyme? I reckon so. Okay. I reckon we have to stick to that brief. He could have said, "Look, ain't no still horror movies. When I hit the block, I still got skills." I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to. That's the problem. Yeah, I yeah still... it's going to be a verb. Well, what what if it's like, I still will spill? Oh, like And then blood. it's like he's implying blood. Oh. So it's still sort of dark and threatening, but yeah. not, but it's safe so, for radio. Yeah. yeah. So it's more yeah. ambiguous as to what exactly that means. Yeah. What's he, yeah. It's almost scary, actually, because yeah. I don't know. Well, that's probably what they thought. Yeah, they I still will spill, spill. Yeah. yeah. That's still too dark. But then he yeah. changed the, the other line to, if paint is being carried around. <laughs> <laughs> What is the question? So they have put more effort into, yeah. into finding a word that doesn't completely contradict. That preserve the sentiment. Preserve, like, that's even being generous. That goes in any way near. And who's going down for this? Yeah, they're, they're, to find a word that he didn't even actually have to preserve so the sentiment. So counters the sentiment. But didn't reverse the yeah. sentiment yeah. completely. Well, well, are we so we're sending down or we're voting on the sort of the editor, the producer. Because I don't think Acon would run. We really that. want to keep Acon in the running, don't we? If we we're voting on like Acon, that changes everything. Really? Yeah. Okay, I think we've got to vote on Acon. All right, voting on Acon, fine. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. <laughs> oh, no, that was the negative. I only saved it because you made such an eloquent case for his survival. Yeah. yeah so I just I, think those lyrics are hilarious, but I voted down. Yeah. Sam and Daniel voted upwards. And yeah. Acon lives to Acon fight lives another day. Again. 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 Twice he survived. He didn't want to, but he yeah. has. He will chill in the final. <laughs> and he chill. He always chills. <laughs> right. Oh, great stuff. Uh, another good yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. So have a listen on Spotify. Yes. It's a little bit funny. Yeah. Follow under, us there. 
Yeah, on the podcast. You can download the episodes. Why are we saying can... how they've literally just listened to the episode? Presumably they got to this point and we're like, have a listen. <laughs> well, have another, have another listen. Listen, listen to, to the, the other back ones. Back catalogue, they're all Yes, good. listen to the back catalogue. Yeah. Remember when we did Acon that other time, if you haven't listened to that. Yeah. Did that and episode get included? I think so. <laughs> it really... Actually, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no, that's, that's a really that good tease. Pilot. It's a tease for the pilot. Once we release the Once pilot, we, yeah. you'll hear the other time Akon survives. <laughs> yeah. So look out for that. And that's why you follow us on Spotify. Yes. You don't want to miss that. Uh, and go and visit the website and have a look yeah. at the drawings that Alex did, which is very impressive, and the copy that Daniel nearly wrote. <laughs> Daniel's delegated, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit funny.co.uk. See you there and see you next time. Sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> oh, no. So close.